So, good morning in America. Good morning from Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. I guess I'm on one this morning. But mostly because I do understand how America, what America, and I've learned exactly who I am. And I understand. Most people don't understand where I'm coming from simply because they've not had to join in the journey until now. And quite frankly, right now, it is a requirement that people get on board to understand just where we're going and where we have come from. As in America, you're only who you believe you are and promise you, you are no more. So many people right now who have old properties, if they're willing to lease them out and, you know, hell, they're giving, you know, reconstruction grants to people who are, hmm, who are willing to rent to people who are underprivileged. What does that mean? Well, homeless people. I mean, but then they're, after they give them a place, ooh, there's no plan in place to ensure adequacy or that they learn how to care for their opportunities or benefit. I mean, you know what I'm saying? There's no onboarding process. Mm-hmm. And then when I realized that perhaps there was no onboarding process for anyone, especially if they just missed the boat. And quite frankly, if you have children and you care for your children and you committed to your children, you were have this understanding that whatever it takes. It's so unfortunate that nobody taught people whatever it takes, what it looks like. Because there is an obligation to provide adequate services to human beings. But lions, tigers, and bears, oh my. What they do to a black man in the consideration of Guilty or not guilty, you don't have a right to a trial before someone pronouncing assistance, something, sentence on your ass. Because if you fail to comply, then you die. And I am grateful that I did talk to my children. They do understand that concept. And that has not happened to my children. But I really realize that There are a lot of people in the penitentiary. A whole lot of people in the penitentiary. Hell, there are a lot of people that are homeless. A whole lot of people that are just homeless. And my, 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 what does that look like in the land of free? In the home of the brave where people in your lineage had served and provided service to this country to protect the liberty of all. And then you understand that there are people that are sitting on their asses, lying, I mean, untruthful to their obligation, as they don't know the way, but they'll be damned if they let you have an opportunity to speak because they don't want to be found out, but you don't have to worry. They've been found out. That's right. COVID hit and everybody who wasn't doing the shit that they should have been doing were exposed. So... That young men's initiative that should be going along with Head Start, that should be creating services for people who perhaps just do not know the way. And it should not be 
a lifetime sentence for people who did wrong in ignorance, meaning that just in ignorance, acting rash, because they thought that they were more than what they were. Look at Henry Ruggs. Mm-hmm. Ain't that? I mean, you know, mm. $6.7 million. I can't even imagine what that kind of money brings, but there are black people here. They're getting paid that kind of money. And of course, they're paying taxes because they're the ones that have to pay the taxes because they're making that kind of money here in Nevada. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like if you win big money, then you're going to pay big taxes. And that is the way it is. But people who like Donald, well, what should I say about him? That he figured it out. And he was a rules violator. And there are a lot of people that would like to violate the rules, simply just not live beyond the rules, just have no <laughs> obligation. But we can't have this lawless society. Therefore, all you third-party people who have been providing support to the state will understand that money is just not guaranteed and the state had an obligation to do the work and they didn't have a plan for it. So we're looking at the wake-up call now and listening to it. It's amazing. The word is and has always been e-purpose. You know what I mean? There's one, but of one, there may be none. Who will you be in 2023? Like, subscribe. Subscribe. Subscriptions are on. And you will be notified, I guess. I don't know how it works, but one dollar, one dollar. Holla. Wake up in 2023. Like, subscribe, and follow me. This is Darlene Anderson saying, peace out today. E-purposion amount of money. There's one, but out of one, there may be none. And what are you willing to do in 2023? Like, subscribe, and follow me. So, good morning. It is well into the month of March. As an American, we must question who we have become as Americans, especially as African Americans, when we have no seat at the table and when we have been to the table and understand what it looks like, and it's so unfortunate that people just don't understand, that we too should have the conversation in regards to the level of dysfunction that is happening in the black community, as we would like to still be on parade, on the strip, as if we as a people just don't understand this is our obligation and what will be your obligation in 2023 the issue is is that if you've made it to my podcast then you're searching you should go back listen to my many many recordings subscribe to my station as life liberty has changed and they don't wish to share information with you so why would they make it convenient The real deal is, you don't know me, and you don't know my journey, yet and still, I raised three boys who are not in the penitentiary, and I'll be damned if there is not an 88% population of Negro children in the juvenile facility, and there is a 48% 
population of Negro children in the foster care system here in the state of Nevada, the entertainment capital of the world. And you people just don't get it. You're out there entertaining and they are fucking our children up. And when they can determine what you need to focus on, well, how luscious does it get? I believe R. Kelly was in jail for a long time before he actually went to trial. And that was because he failed to disclose the income that he was making, I believe, for child support. But when Kanye West has an obligation to pay $200,000 a month for the care of his children and then be on parade and watched like a hawk and then told that he would no longer be able to do business with people because they didn't like what he said. Unfortunately, the cancel culture just didn't work, meaning that people still are listening to Kanye West. Go ahead on, use Yeezy, 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 and your design. He's trying to figure out how to open the eyes of so many people when they have been shut forever. And it is an unthinkable moment in time in America where black people are killing their children and there is no extended family care because family is just what it is. So not relevant because people get in their little boxes and they forget that someone sacrificed for them so they can move ahead. And I understand the sacrifices of my mother as she recently passed in December the 4th. It's been almost four months. And believe me, I miss my mother every day. The real deal is she was a remarkable woman and she had five children and she left something for all of us. Even though the lack of affection or the protection of their own feelings and emotions kept them from coming to visit my mother in her end of life. Yet and still they felt if they put her in a nursing home, she would have better care. Although she never had bed sores after I began to care for her. And she told my sister daily that she was happy at home. Yet and still my sister said that she just needed to stay there a little bit longer until she died. My mother never wanted to be alone. But that was my understanding with my mother and she told me she knew she picked the right one. Therefore, my journey has been learning about the system that we live in in America. You don't understand liberty. And you certainly don't see justice. It is just us who is being sacrificed. Because if we fail to comply, our young people just die. But I don't understand the tantrum process that happens in the public of our children as they cannot control themselves. And as they believe that because they want it, it's an entitlement. But that is suffering from all people, 
immediate gratification is a reality for so many. And the understanding of who we have become as we are not all representing America as we have no other country to dedicate ourselves to. I'm looking at what's happening to the black people, the people who were once enslaved in America. Understand my lineage as last name of Billups comes from the Billups gas stations and goddamn, I would like some reparations one day in America knowing who you are is an immediate responsibility for self and understanding self-determination. Do they not know that I can read? Do they not know that people have participated in the process in other states, but in America, the process is just the same footprint of federal services aligned throughout the 50 states. And how does it happen? Based on population, boo. But when these motherfuckers award incentive payments to the Department of Health and Human Services for people who would like to donate the fucking time without any outcomes, I'm sorry. Maintenance of effort is required. But you don't know what I know. So, in 2023, I suggest that people get ready because the train has come and you didn't need a ticket. You just needed to understand that faith is required in 2023. So, like, subscribe, follow my podcast, but do subscribe. I have no evidence of people Keen in to the awakening. Who will you be in 2023? What do you know? You don't know what I know. Like, subscribe, and follow me in 23. This is Darlene Anderson saying, E purpose, you know, out of many, there's one. But out of one, there may be none. What are you willing to do in 2023? So good morning. It is Saturday, February the 25th. And there are about three more days. What? Let's see. Yeah, three more days of the month. And this is 2023. And as I sit here, I am who I am. But I am an African-American woman who is going to be 65 in June. I try to keep myself healthy so that I can live every day to the best of my ability. What I know how to do is to establish processes that would ensure access and equity. But most people don't understand they let their children fail with the letter grade of F. What the hell does that mean? It means you've got fucked over, boo. And that is the name of the game. Pippin ain't easy, but goddamn. When they have more than six brothels here in the state 
in Clark County alone, I believe. And they oversee those brothels. Are you serious? Yes, I am. And then the dropout rate, well, I can't even call it. But there were 24,000 children in the harbor, and the harbor provides no services, absolutely none. Oh, what it does, it allows not-for-profit agencies to operate, and whatever they're saying they're doing does not have to be educational. Do you understand? And so if you pull your child out for some type of counseling that is not acknowledged by the federal government, then you ain't getting shit, boo. And that is just real. How we continue to let people get paid for what's happening here in Nevada, I won't know. Probably not going to know in my lifetime. The deal is people do make choices. I've made a few of my own. And every choice that I made, I stood by my choices. I raised my sons as a single parent. And it wasn't easy. No. It was rewarding, though, as my children delivered, meaning that they graduated from high school with at least eighth grade proficiency levels. As in California, that is the minimum requirement. Let my son Tyler, oh, the youngest and the neediest, happened to not need any more English. When he went over to the junior college and we assessed him, he doesn't need English. He understands the King's English perfectly. And looking at my fellow citizens, if I can assume that's what you are, I'm looking for the night train, I guess. I want to know exactly what's happening with the children here in Nevada, as they have so many children that just go through the harbor and the haven. And as that disruption is happening in the families, I just wanted to know what happened with the family, the father family initiative with Head Start, and what are they doing here? I can tell you they ain't doing shit. Nope. Because the black community just suffers from lack. That is L-A-C-K. As I saw a young man who was about my son's age, but he hit his child so hard with the belt that the child hemorrhaged and died. And why did he do that? Well, apparently he did not want the child to go back with the mother. And this is my problem in Nevada as they are intervening in the family relationships. They have a lot more people who need interventions as they pull these children out of the whatever they had that was going for them and put them well, well, where they didn't want to thrive and they just moved on. Runaways are real. But when The state continues to accept the dollars for educating these people right on up to 26 years old, I believe. And until they actually get in another program, the district just keeps on collecting those dollars. And then they have these highfalutin positions, and they have people over the department, like people over title and coordinators, they're supposed to have them. They're supposed to have special education directors, And, you know, the one that they had. Well, he was all full of himself. He told me he'd hang up on me. I'm saying, you done lost your goddamn mind. And and this is the funny part, that I've been sending emails to people 
who are public servants, who are getting paid out of the public money, and those motherfuckers just blocked me on the email. Meaning that they figured out how to not get any mail from me. So they chose not to be on notice as I'm watching what they are not doing. And they have an obligation to do so. And they have an obligation to speak to the public. But when your governing board in a city, town, or state can decide that the public will not be known and people won't be able to identify you unless they understand your voice and say, oh, I know that voice anywhere. But no, we're barely having people come to the meetings. And when we just decide what it is we're going to do and do it, well, I just want to understand. What are you following? What rules? What regulations? How is it happening? Because I promise you, it is not happening for all people. No, when I went to the NAACP meeting last, they had seven African-American children, seven, seven, as this be the fifth largest school district in the nation with a 14 or 17% population of Negroes, African-Americans, black people, to understand that they had seven children to make it to university level. And they were probably not even born here. They didn't say how many people actually began in kindergarten here in Nevada and then graduated because I don't believe there are many. As the people that I'm trying to interact with are stuck. I mean, they're just stuck like Chuck. They only know what they know. And it's difficult to move beyond what you know. It is difficult for me to understand as a citizen my limited ability for advocacy for what I see is wrong. As a citizen, it is my obligation to point out fraud, perhaps when I see fraud. But when it's affecting the community and the community suffers from lack, that would be L-A-C-K. You know, it's pervasive. You know what I'm saying? It's been happening for so long, they just don't know how to help themselves. And I'm saying, do they not understand that when they're getting paid with federal dollars or they've been elected to a position to represent that I also have a right to share my concerns? But when the Office of Civil Rights can tell you that they're sorry, they're not going to look at the harbor and they're not going to look at the haven as that is beyond their jurisdiction. And I'm saying, oh, states' rights. Click, bing, bing, bing. Oh, it's human capital, right? (laughs) Bullshit. It is what we allow it to be. As I did not allow my children to fail public education. And it's really damaging for people who look like me. Who have been told that they're never going to be whatever that they desire to be. Because in America, that's how it is. And I'm saying, well, I've learned that we all have to play the game. So I have chosen to jump into this conversation and challenge people who look like me. Perhaps you don't know, I am African American. That is, I am an American of African descent. I mean, I am an American who was formerly coming from 
enslaved populations and raped and, and, and all of that. And you have to understand that during those days, they were forcing black children to have sex with their mothers. They thought that that was a smart idea. Those motherfuckers soon found out they was getting all kind of deformed babies. That's what happened. But we see this happening as people who are having sex through intercourse with their children and the children get pregnant and they have means and money. They just put those children wherever they can't be seen. But that is the problem. Too closely related. Well, hell. There are just issues in America. And until we understand that we must show up, meaning that empowerment comes from the challenge of living. And once you go through something, well, you might need to go through it several times before you get the lesson, you know, the light on, you know, bing, 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 human capital. That's right, because that's what I see. And you don't see what I see. And that is so true. So when I got here, I was trying to really understand what the hell was I seeing? And then I tried to talk to black people who were working within Clark County School District or black legislators. And to have a judge, I believe, I don't know what she was, but she said, Tata win, Tata win, Tata win. And I'm saying, are you stupid or what? I mean, if Nevada was truly following the regulations, well, we'd be so much further down the road. And as they have just denied early start and early access for the children who do not look like them for the majority of the time, meaning that they could have mixed-race children, I mean, hell, let's all understand the Kansas City Chiefs and who took them to the, you know, finish line. You understand what I'm saying? And then let's just look at our president, past president. Barack Obama, and at least he was a president. I mean, he wasn't what was going on for the four years of Donald Trump because he just simply wanted to rule the world. You know, he just wanted to rule the world as he grabbed pussy and kept on riding. He's riding high. He was riding high because all of his children came in and he was just simply a king. But some people would rather have that than have what they have now. And I believe that I heard that I heard that most of those red states have the most people on welfare. But you are misunderstood if you believe that most black people are on aid. No. They're either on whatever retirement, social security, because oh, they're probably not getting social security because it's so difficult. But as you need to understand, there are just things that states can't do to people. As my human rights were probably violated when I was working for Los Rios Community College as I lacked representation. And my attorney quit the same day that they settled the case and demanded payment out of the monies that was coming. I mean, they were all working together, but they were all working against me. But guess what? I am so blessed because I still have a contract for an open medical with 
Montemillo's Community College. And before my life is over, I'm going to deal with that shit. That's right. Because it is just shit. And it's amazing how, in America, when you can read the regulations, oh, because you can read, and you know where to find the information, you just have to go through the battle. And if you're not willing to stand up and fight, you know, hey, you gotta fight for your rights. And that's all, that's as far as I can go because it's not a right to party. It is, we have to fight to ensure adequacy for our children. And let's see, I'm just trying to tell you, you and I have work to do. We got work to do. You know, we have jobs. We have an obligation to stand up because a closed mouth cannot get fed. And I absolutely are. I'm just in love with the new tech. You hear me? Because you don't have to listen to me. Believe me. But you better understand when it transitions over and three-year-olds are required to attend a public option just as compulsory laws require that your children attend a public option. Well, what are you doing? I'm just trying to understand how so many African American people are walking around with the letter grade of F. That means you're just simply being fucked over. But if you don't understand that failure is just not an option in America, in the schools, as they, as we all put in dollars and cents to ensure adequacy, as it is the Constitution that ensures our right to have a benefit. That's right, a benefit. But if your child is not getting a benefit, then you're just going to be part of the ha- part of the harvest. Quite frankly, when Kanye said that, hey, people choose to be slaves. Well, when you don't take your ass to the polls on the only you know, every other year when they have election for people to decide what they're doing with that money. You don't take your ass to the poll and you don't vote. So what the hell do you expect? We will have and continue to have more visual episodes of mental illness as the police, the black law enforcement officers will beat a brother down because of what? I'm just trying to understand all that viciousness, all that hate, all that animosity, because they got a fucking job. Are you serious? Oh, ignorant. Oh, because they probably seen him as a lacquer, right? Because he's just rolling around skating all the time, and I don't know what the man was doing, but the mere fact is I seen a pack of wild dogs go off on somebody, and then I say, lions, tigers, and bears, oh my. Lions, tigers, and bears. Oh my. Because the law enforcement agencies do everything not to harm these creatures. But a black man or a black woman, hell, she was in the bed with her man and she was shot. I mean, there was a child that was laid on a cot and that child was shot. I mean, we just go down. I mean, the what? There are no ways that our people have been given 
adequate access as young people, young white children, were getting 30 hours or more, or maybe less, to go back after high school and become teachers. This is not highly qualified. No, you don't just get to afford the money out like that a la peanut butter sandwiches. It don't happen that way. Well, how does it happen? It happens just the way I just said. As people are appointed and placed in positions. And black people have worked all their lives. Even if they were working in the lunch line. People have been kept to a minimum wage or a minimum hour less than four hours a week so that they don't have to pay benefits, boo. Don't you understand? Well, they're giving out all these fucking contracts and to contractors who don't look like you to work in your community. And that must stop because for whatever reason, things are just not happening the way you would expect them to happen. So, I'm here for part of the Grand Rising, boo. What are you here for? Let's all wake up. E purvis unum, out of many there's one, but out of one there just may be none. What are you willing to do in 2023? Please like, subscribe, as um, my podcasts are going to subscriptions, only 99 cents, but I could always raise it. But the real deal is, is that it really doesn't matter if you don't choose to take the time to listen, stop, and wake up. And understand, pimpin' ain't pimpin', but goddamn, somebody's got to do it. And if they're not gonna be you, boo, understand why they do. Y'all have a blessed day now. This is Darlene Anderson saying like, subscribe, and share my podcast. This is the change. They're talking about the recruiting foster care here, foster care families here in Nevada. But we all have to pay attention. So that's why they're in trouble with the federal government right now. Thank you. They were great questions. Chair, may I follow up just with a quick supplement? Yes. For the record, Cindy Pitlock. So I just wanted to highlight something a little more that that Amber had said. So based on the governor's directive to really look at regulations, at what is possibly overburdensome, overburdensome. Uh, that maybe the rules. are irrelevant anymore, yeah. we mm. really have pulled together all three jurisdictions and are having ongoing conversations mm-hmm. about how to streamline this process without impacting the safety of our youth. And so this has been a huge collaborative effort that we're working on. Um, and it, it we There's have a lot of violence here in that. We Nevada. really think as a group mm-hmm. that we can move forward to make this process better. What we don't want is one jurisdiction to be doing something one way and another to be doing something another way. So any recommendation that we pull it forward is going to be a collaborative effort that we're confident that our youth are going to be safe, but yet expedite the process. Oh, no. So thank you for Amber for that shout out because that is a work in progress for us and thank you for those additional remarks we do have a question from senator dondera loop thank you madam chair and i don't know if this question is placed in the right spot in this discussion but i'm going to ask it anyway and it's in reference to uh what assemblywoman monroe moreno was asking and that is i know that um some of the regulations or stipulations in the home 
um, when children are placed there are sometimes um, necessary health regulations but are bur burdensome. So if I have two of my own children but I'm also fostering two other children and I have to, I don't know, give Theraflu, I have to give an aspirin, I have to give whatever, I may with my own children you know, just do whatever I have to do and hand it to them, right? We've done, we've all done that if we have children. But with the foster children, I may have to put on gloves. I may have to, whatever I do. I, I, for me, when I think about a child witnessing that and knowing that they are different, um, I think that that's, that's pretty heartfelt, right? You're a kid who is in this, you know, kind of, vulnerable situation and now somebody is saying you're really different so I just don't know if this is the right place for that question but it's just something that that I have um, heard I have had discussions on and I just didn't know if that was some of the discussion about some of the regulations that we may change so that foster children can feel normalized and loved Amber Hell, for the record, um, that is an excellent statement. We struggle with that every day. Um, one of the things that really helped us is in 2015, the Children's Bureau passed legislation called the Fostering Connections Act. And there was a big piece <clears throat> in there about normalcy and how we needed to um, allow foster children to experience as much normalcy as possible. Like they shouldn't have to get approval to go have a sleepover. They shouldn't have to have approval to um, go out of town with a family um, because it sets them separate from biological children. And so that is one of the areas They're all where into we are people's looking business. at in the race. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What would a foster parent do to their own biological child? And we should do the same for foster children. Mm -hmm. And we need to find a better balance of that mm -hmm. so that they don't feel like they're different. I appreciate that because I know that, um, you know, if we're, if on the other hand, if we're writing up those foster parents, we're not going to have those foster parents eventually, right? Because they're going to go, you've got to be kidding me and move on. So, um, because most foster parents, I would um, bet my bottom dollar that aren't doing it for the bottom dollar, they are doing it out of the love of oh, taking right. care of those children. There's a whole lot of bottom dollar. Because even if you, if I could you, just add you one additional have comment. foster children, year, you can adopt them and I still get some, the payday. I did virtual meetings with foster parents in Washoe County and just had some um, very real and vulnerable conversations with them about how they feel, how they experience the process. Um, we did eight of them. It was a humbling experience. I learned a ton. We have an action plan that we're putting forward to um, break down some of those barriers. Yeah, I wonder what Clark County's doing. Experience, um, to meet with them face-to-face mm -hmm. -face on what the challenges are and similar situations like you had mentioned um, that, that seem unfair, that seem overly burdensome, that are emotional, that we need to own and we need to fix the process so they feel supported. Um, and and make it as as supportive as possible as partners, um, and so Washoe County is is actively in the action phase um, of doing just that. Thank you very much, and I'm assuming that Clark County may be in that same phase. Um, we don't know well, that. You're answering the we question. We aren't asking every single entity. I'm just assuming that Clark County, and I'm hoping that they're in that same phase. <laughs> may I, Chair Gorlo? You may. Uh, um, 
through you to you yes absolutely as as a team we are committed to looking at these placements and making it a family-like setting in the least restrictive envi environment. We just need to, to understand that the haven is going on. One of my colleagues, the haven uh, is real. So is the harbor. The telephone that steak knives being out is like this big issue, right? Well, his children get to have steak for dinner. Like, how do you not have steak knives in your kitchen, right? So we are all committed. All of the leaders that you're hearing from today mm -hmm. are, are committed to looking at this system together. To they don't have any, the they're not teaching and training these kids. All of this in a they are, setting they're in the most restrictive placement that could ever be. work that we really want to do with LCB audit to look at some of these issues together and determine what are really safety issues and what are not and i think that i just want to know system, how they're using the medical the professionals in supporting these children system. because and there's, there's no connection here because she is in oh yeah this whole system we're not talking about who the players are to making this a more family oh now you're committed yeah because you didn't and, get your and you i really think that that's going not, to improve our foster retention you as well, did not get a certification for your part b money this with the best of intentions Failing. really help kids it's not for the money right oh no it's, it's for really it's for your retirement to provide a family-like setting but sometimes the barriers just wear them down and so we're all committed to moving forward as a group thank mm -hmm. you for letting me comment that is strange thank you and madam chair i just have one last comment and that is you can't learn how to be around steak knives if you don't aren't around steak knives right so Thank you. I appreciate the conversation. Clark, did you want to add anything? Of course not. Thank you, Chair. Uh, Jill Morano, for the record, I would just ditto what my partners um, who braved the snow have <laughs> said. And we are, as mentioned earlier, in the action planning phase as well so that we can work on um, addressing all the, the, the entire experience for a foster parent from the recruitment side to actually um, having a pleasant experience interacting with our staff and with our mm -hmm. workers and wanting to continue to be a foster parent. Wanting so, to continue. Um, I think we're all, we're all kind of on the same page with all that. Thank you very much. With that, we will move on to budget 3229, the Rural Child Welfare. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Chair Gorlow. For the record, Dr. Pitlock, so um, the division oversees the child welfare services for the 15 rural counties. There is mm -hmm. one item to note specific to the rural child welfare budget, which is a transfer of a federally funded program, the Kinship Navigator, mm -hmm. to a new budget account, which we'll cover a little later in the presentation. Oh, that's a navigator program so, they wanted to create. Uh, let's continue the conversation about rate increases. They did it. Statewide, Nevada lacks a sufficient number of foster homes, especially for youth with specialized needs. Both retention and recruitment are problems, causing youth to remain in inappropriate, non-therapeutic settings such as Child Haven and Kids Cottage. These youth often are housed for extended periods of time also in emergency departments awaiting appropriate placement. Supporting our foster placements in the most appropriate, least restrictive, home-like setting is imperative for the physical and mental well-being of Nevada's youth. Noting that the foster rate structure has not been evaluated or increased since 2008, 
We engaged a contractor, Mercer, to conduct a rate study across all rate types. We found that due to over a decade of inflation, all rates are insufficient to meet the needs of foster families and to recruit and to retain. Temporarily, we were able to increase specialized foster rates by $20 per day through internal funding transfer for the rurals and with ARPA funding for Clark and Washoe. This action was immediately necessary because we were at risk of having providers not renew their contracts at the end of the calendar year, which would have caused a catastrophic placement problem. The total cost of this investment in for retaining and recruitment for our use is 25.3 million over the biennium. The next slide is a high level summary of the state's foster rates currently funded and the proposed rates. And we can certainly make that Mercer study available to you upon your request. Um, would you like me to continue or would you like to pause on rates? Let's pause on rates real quick and see if we have any questions. I believe we we may have a question from Assemblyman Hafen. Uh, <clears throat> thank, thank you, Madam Chair. Um, just, just looking at the daily rates, um, specifically uh, kind of diving into some of the contracts, it uh, looks like the rite of passage, um, I, I believe we approved it in the, the IFC meeting in December for an increased rate to $340. Um, is that is that just a one-time expenditure or is that intended to continue uh, beyond the um, beyond this biennium thank you melanie young deputy administrator for the record thank you assemblyman hafen for the question um the four youth that are placed at rite of passage um our proposal and um what we would like to do is keep those youth there for continuity um until there is a need for change. These youth are um, have failed in many other foster placements, and so they're being successful at this location. Um, so we would request to keep those the funding available um, to be able to keep the youth there. And I, um, any specific questions further about the youth in the, that placement, we can. I'll turn the question over to uh, my colleague. Thank you, Assemblyman. Um, any other questions? I have a quick question. It kind of um, groups all the different counties together. It's my understanding that Washoe and Clark are funded through block grants and that the rules, are they just general funds only? Can you explain a little bit more about how that process works? Thank you, Melanie Young, Deputy Administrator, for the record. Yes, Washoe and Clark County are funded through a block grant, um, and they administer the child welfare programs in those two counties. Um, the Division of Child and Family Services is over the 15 rural counties, and we budget for those in 3229. And so it is funded with general fund and um, federal 4E, 4B. So there's um, several other federal funding sources that are utilized to fund that program for the rurals. Thank you for that clarification. And then if there's extra funds with those block grants, what happens to those funds? Thank you, Melanie Young, um, Deputy Administrator for the record. The block grant funds that are utilized by Washoe and Clark County, um, they retain those funds. And if there's costs over and above that, they are funded with 
it's my understanding, county funds. And if there's costs underneath that, then they retain those funds. But Washoe and Clark can um, clarify a little further on that as well, if needed. Thank you. Um, yes, I would like them to clarify just a little bit more, please. Mm -hmm. Amber Hall, for the record, Washoe and Clark County receive the child welfare funding through a block grant, but it is a mix of general fund um, and Title IV-E funds. And then it's it's put into a block grant um, and it's capped. Thank you. Clark, do you want to make a comment as well? Yes, thank you, Jill Morano, for the record. Uh, I would just add to the, we've had several unfunded mandates that have been passed on to us since that capped block grant from 2011. And so we have approximately a $28 million shortfall. So we would love to have the problem of what do we do with all this extra money, but um, we're, a, we're a little bit short of there right now. Thank you very much. Are there any other questions? Okay, no, seeing none, we'll move on to budget 3146. For the record, Cindy Pitlock, the last one we will cover is 3146, and that is the Family Support Program, which transfers federal programs, the Family Programs Office, and the Programs Evaluation Unit to align with current administrative structure. Similarly to what you heard about E-491 in the administrative budget, this decision unit eliminates eight program positions related to the Children's Behavioral Health Initiative that was funded at the August Interim Finance Committee. These positions are proposed to be eliminated June 30th of 2024. We have faced uh, challenges with classification establishment and therefore recruiting for these positions. We're currently using uh, current staffing resources and through overtime and we're going to continue to work to hire both state employees and contractors to assist in addressing the ARPA mental health initiatives that we're implementing. These positions were to provide the clinical leadership, program staff, for the development of the Behavioral Health Authority and oversight of the quality of children's mental health programs, including provider certification and network adequacy to ensure sufficient access to the appropriate level of services. The next, uh, last, uh, these decision units are the transfer of budgetary authority and positions associated with the establishment of the new budget account. And the last slide lists our position summary. And we're happy to answer any general questions you may have. Thank you very much. I believe we have a question from Assemblywoman Haddocky. Thank you so much, Madam Chair. And just a quick question, but um, I know that in the governor's recommended budget, there was a request to eliminate the 11 positions that are ARPA funded. Can you talk to me a little bit about what kind of impact the agency is gonna face with that elimination? For the record, Cindy Pitlock, 
So in Nevada, there are no full-time state resources dedicated to ensuring there is an adequate, well-trained behavioral health workforce, a comprehensive behavioral health service array for children and families, or ensuring that new and existing services are of high quality with proven positive outcomes. In other states, these functions are performed by a children's behavioral health authority. The initial purpose of this authority would be to provide structure, support, and training and oversight of the ARPA projects coming online. Did on August that? 18th, 2022, the Joint Interim Standing Committee on Health and Human Services issued a work session document directing DCFS and DPBH to formulate a comprehensive state plan for behavioral health clinical standards. This includes regulatory clinical oversight of both community-based settings and institutional settings. We were also tasked with certifying or denying certification of behavioral health care programs. If those programs are not certified, they will be ineligible to receive state and federal funds. Thank you. DCFS and the State Board of Health are to adopt regulations that prescribe clinical care standards, and those cost savings were intended to be reinvested back into the program. The impact of elimination would mean there is no designated oversight on the quality of mental health services by providers that receive funding. However, we're bridging that right now with current staffing and also uh, utilizing contract staffing to help build out that behavioral health authority concept. And we're hoping to come back uh, in the interim to present what that build out would look like. So our bridge right now, ma'am, is current staffing. Thank you for the follow-up, Madam Chair. Okay, so then you're saying there's not, the elimination of these 11 positions aren't gonna impact the agency because you're currently fully stepped up? N no, I'm saying that we're diverting current resources to cover the gap, but it certainly does have an impact systemically uh, when we're diverting resources from programs that are already understaffed. Mm -hmm. And then, if I could, Madam Chair, just one last follow-up. And so you said, so these 11 positions are going to be eliminated, but you will be contracting with contractors to kind of help as well. So we're still going to need that work to be done by somebody. For the record, Cindy Pitlock. So we're trying to lean in on contract staffing because we certainly have more flexibility with contract staffing versus hiring full-time state employees that may not have a position available uh, in 2024. And we're also working with the GFO relative to any budgetary amendments we may be able to be mutually agreeable upon. Okay, thank you. Thank you for the question. Does anyone else have any questions? Mm -hmm. No? Okay, seeing none, we will close our budget hearings for this morning. I wanna thank you again for braving the snow in Las Vegas. I know you've had some strong winds, so thank you very much for being here today. Mm -hmm. Next on our agenda is public comment. Each person has two minutes to provide testimony. You may submit written public comment to the committee up to 24 hours after the hearing. There we you go. Start in I've got Carson work to do. City. I'm going to go to is the behavioral health and the requirements would like for to come to the table for public comment. I believe there is a requirement for the state to provide behavioral health. I believe that's a part of the receipt of the federal funding. Now I have to go look. So I've got to sign off on, I'm on Facebook Live. I'm here on my Anchor app and 
Then, of course, I'm over there on Wisdom. But y'all, have a better day. Time is just moving ahead, and we're between the cold and the hot, and every other day it tries to snow here in sunny Las Vegas, and every day it's getting warmer, so moving on through, moving on through the process, as this year is an election year too, I believe, and changes are happening here in Nevada. And I'll tell you one thing that's not going to continue. All that flexibility with the use of federal allocations when it's not supporting all the different people, as it is not. As there is no maintenance of effort. It's like free money. And and it's like, well, you know, everybody get a grant. And their outcomes... And they don't have to demonstrate a maintenance of effort. But if they don't spend all of the money, they don't have to return. And I said, well, goddamn, I've just never heard of anything like that. I mean, just never heard of anything like that. As I understand that there is regulatory guidance. And there may be a little bit of funging and a little bit of flexibility. But there is not all of this what they have been doing here. As they have been storing up the money. And they have hundreds of thousands of dollars and millions of dollars into the billions of dollars that are set aside for their use whenever and for whatever. And then they just give money to different organizations. And I'm saying, without a maintenance of effort, and I'm saying, oh no, does it really work like that? Apparently so, that's what I say, because they have states right. They have the Nevada way here. I don't know what the fuck the Nevada way is, but apparently it is the way. It is their way or the highway. Mm-hmm. And as you only know what you know, and you don't know what you don't know, well, what can I say? In America, as you go, you will grow, but that is your choice to go and grow, my friend, go and grow, because the obligation to ensure access to the neediest of us is ours and ours alone. And who's ours? Well, well, I was born in the USA. I was. Now I'm a damn American, and I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. And that is the reality of who I am. Because I just am who I am. And in America, who are you? And what makes you? Whatever. When we look out the window, what it is you see, is you don't see what I see. And it's all of this dysfunction and all of the ability to have flexibility in the Nevada way. But most people are not connected to the Nevada way. Most people don't understand that in giving, there is the ability to receive. And that is so true. As people don't understand that freedom was never free. Hell, I promise you that Malcolm and Martin and Megger and 
I could go on and on and on and on with the number of people who have just been murdered in the public because as a people, we don't have a voice. As a citizen, I filed a complaint at the highest level, the highest level in the state of California, and my complaint was received. However, when it got down to the implementation of how it really should work, we only came to the table once. They only had a document that we showed up one time. And that's how they work with us. And so I'm just saying, the power is in the people, boo. The power is in the people. And you have to have people who are awakened. And they have to accept that perhaps you don't know what's going on with people, but they do. Simply we've given them access with our devices. Our devices are awesome, wonderful, and they are all two-way transmissions. You don't see what I see, but we don't know what you know. (laughs) But whatever you think you know, you won't ever know what's going on in my head. You may assume but through the assumptions, my grandma used to say, make an ass out of you every time. Every time. In America, the word is, e perversionum, out of many there's one. But out of one, ooh, there won't be many. But who and what will you do in 2023? And so, like, subscribe, and follow me through this journey of unbelievable dysfunction when we really get down to it. You know, it's on and on and on. And people really just don't know that failure was never an option in the public education system. No. The system of measuring the maintenance of effort and benefiting, truly benefiting from the services that you're receiving in the public education system, it's like you need to be able to track this process. It has to be able to demonstrate a maintenance of effort. What is the value of a letter grade of F? And people should be able to sue for not benefiting through this process that you were guaranteed what is free and appropriate. But if you're going through the process and so many people are not benefiting, well, They are still being taken care of for the rest of their lives in the penitentiary. Because the minute you make that choice to do what you have been prohibited to do, boo, is going to be you. And you won't see what I see. And I know I'm not seeing what you see. But in the real world, when you start understanding the harvest, and the harvest is you, What would you do in 2023 to set me free? Well, I'm going to end today, but I'm going to put the work in. I need subscribers. My subscriptions are 99 cents. Please like, subscribe, and share. And wake up in 2023. This is Darlene Anderson saying, E-Purpose, you know how many there's one, but out of one there may be none. And what are you going to do in 2023? Like, subscribe, and share, and follow me on YouTube. That's Darlene Anderson, 1958. You can follow me on Wisdom, Darlene Anderson. Or you can follow me on Facebook. That would be what? 
Anderson, but whatever, whatever you do, find the wake-up call, get on the train, and get on board. Like, subscribe, and share. Have a blessed day. As I started on Anchor, and I think it's very important to continue where I have invested my work. And it is work. What is it really all about as we struggle to understand what life is about? Understanding who we are. It's critical that you have to let go of these false, I'll say it, false perceptions that we get from the telly. <laughs> and it is, it is told us <clears throat> what the vision is for our lives. And we have just been connected to media our whole lives. So it wasn't really that difficult when COVID hit to just jump into this atmosphere of connecting with people. And still, we can't understand, well, is there a reason to connect with people? I believe there is. You can't live in this world alone. And as the system has been established for all people, there is a process. We all have to understand that if you have children, well, they must be enrolled in school. And let's not pretend that the mandatory vaccinations that we all had, because we had them growing up, we didn't fight the system until we start recognizing that perhaps the system may be corrupt also. Corruption is all around us. And when I have had the opportunity and taken the liberty to engage, just to participate, and just understanding that there are so many things that we can do in regards to oversight for the community that we live in, that we're a part of but so many people I don't see them they don't see themselves as truly being a part of anything from what I can see they just would like to be left alone and believe me you're never going to be left alone you're watching television and it's giving you all kind of ideals but when television leads our first thoughts and we've seen so much violence and so much corruption on the telly perhaps it's something that we need to think about leaving behind in the 20th century <coughs> excuse me but if you just like to oh what can I say it's hard to watch TV I have to watch it for the news to try to understand what's going on and I love to watch Washington Journal every morning, as you might not watch the Washington Journal. But I do recall that my sister told me that if I wanted to be in a league where people were communicating with intelligence, that I needed to surround myself with those people who are intelligent. And then I figured out it's still lacking. <laughs> People still lack common sense. And when it's almost amazing to see the legislators legislate here in Nevada, because 
They really do just get up there. I think in California it was a little bit different. They had hearings. They had actual hearings and people actually went up there and testified. And they actually had groups of people when they presented a bill. Hell, no, they present bills and they don't have anybody coming to the podium to support their bills. And I'm saying, where are the people? Where's the community? And then they act as if, you know, they have organizations that are supporting the direction in which they're going. And I have to tell you that they have organizations that are receiving lots of money, like Nevada Prep. And it is uh, parent involvement for the state of Nevada. It's just unfortunate. I talked to those ladies. I talked to the one lady one time, and then she had her Negro call me. And I talked to her one time, and then I didn't hear anything from either one of them. You know, they usually have a Negro working somewhere. As, you know, I heard a joke the other day. It was hilarious, because this is how they think. And this is how we think, too. Chell walks up to the counter. She's at the police station. I want to see Ray. And uh, he says, well, what's Ray's last name? She said, Ray. And she got rather indignant. And then she started yelling. Then the Negro walks up. You know, the house Negro. He said, I got this man. He's pulling on his collar and shit. And then he goes to touch the woman and she knocked the shit out of him. He pulls his gun out immediately. Arrest that bitch. Arrest that bitch. Isn't that where we live? Because that is where we live in America. And I'm saying, the things that I see on the television make no sense to me as the aggression that is dished out when they're dealing with people who look like me is unconscionable. I mean, it just disturbs the conscience. I guess we were not supposed to have feelings as American citizens as George Floyd was screaming because he couldn't breathe. Or what about that Philando Castillo? His girl recorded the whole thing. And what did the officer know before he approached the car? I promise you, he knew that that man was licensed to carry. But having a license to carry a weapon, if it only fears the officer so he will take your life, why get a license? You get me? I'm just, I mean, you know, when you do things above board or you do things below board, I mean, there are just people. We're dealing with people. And when you're dealing with the internet, understand how this shit really works. And know that group policies are everything. And if you achieve, I won't say it's an achievement, (laughs) punishments, basically, because they put you in a group and they restrict your devices from working in a manner in which they would do all by themselves. But simply, they don't work for you. And I'm saying, I don't know why my printer's offline. As in a job, you could take your printer offline and you could put your printer back online. But in your home, that option may not belong to you, boo. And I'm saying, what the fuck is going on? Are you serious? You don't want me to print what? Materials to share with people? I don't know. 
I'm just confused and I'm pissed too. So we have to talk about these things. And when I got taken for $11,000 for a two-month course with Oak Grove Business Institute, and as it was a not-for-profit corporation kind of thing, partnering with the school district, but there was some way I could not express my concerns. No, you know why? Because I was a poor woman, poor black woman who had given two years of her life as a volunteer. And I'm going to tell you right now, the one thing you probably need to understand for your children, if they don't know, and they don't know what they're going to do out of high school, they should all volunteer for the Corporation of National and Community Service. Just go right online. I mean, we're not volunteering for the Peace Corps. No, it's work that needs to be done right here in America. And that work can be done by volunteers. And you can even volunteer in your own community if you want to. But you do have to go to the Corporation for National and Community Service and then drop in and say you want to volunteer. You can even volunteer as a senior. I mean, you know, let's understand AARP and their partnership with the Corporation for National and Community Service because you just simply get your your stipend. You get the whole stipend. You get the whole check. And then you don't lose your benefits. And that might be an issue or at issue. Benefits. Because I get enough to survive on. But I need to do more now because my mother is no longer living. So I'm going to have to work. Well, is this work or is it not? And I believe that anything you do can produce something. And I have helped so many people. I can't go back and tell you. I know one time uh, I was working with this another, another parent. Yvonne Kemper Wilson and we saved a young man from getting kicked out of school but he ultimately became a doctor and I remember seeing his father at a board meeting and he came up to me and he hugged me and he said oh thank you thank you so much my son would never be where he is without the intervention that you provided and what is intervention in public system as you know perceptions are everything and people have perception just like they have assholes. Everybody got one. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it is something that is correct or incorrect. I mean, we all watch R. Kelly as he was whining like a bitch, basically. That's what we all thought. Because he said, y'all trying to and they just start winning off because he knew. He knew that he didn't have a right response for a homegirl. And she set him up. And what he should have did was shut his mouth and walked away. Because there's no way he could have won in a conversation that was going on. Simply because it was about his, his, his relationships with young women or what women had said. But it is still one-sided. All of the all of the questions that went into his conviction, conviction, conviction were one-sided because no one testified on his behalf. Everybody was chomping in about what they saw 
and they didn't understand he went to jail for racketeering, not for the sexual, not for, well, I didn't even listen to how juicy it was. I knew it was nasty, but I also knew that, you know, how groupies act, and they were all in there because they wanted to be there, and no one was restrained there, basically. And they all fell in line because that's what bitches do. Especially when there's more than one. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you know, it's your own perception, though. Hey, to each his own. And as an American citizen, we have to understand that Jello Pudding made a whole lot of money on the backs of Bill Cosby. But when Bill started getting out there talking to the black people, about what it is that he saw. And I see it too. I see it. I see the dysfunction. But you don't understand. If you can't communicate effectively, you're not going very far. So we have these people who drop out of school and have babies. And then they probably smoke weed and do drugs while they're having that baby. And then criminal charges are pressed against them. And then they remove the children. You get it? No, you don't get it, huh? You don't understand that there's an obligation to your own behavior and everything comes out in the watch. And for these young people who want to party all the time and don't understand. I mean, when you're in school and you're failing, what do you do? What is the value of an intergrade of F? It means you just got fucked over. You failed to thrive. And all these people are getting paid a salary from taxes that your grandparents pay and your parents pay and taxes that you're going to pay even if you don't benefit. You're going to pay some taxes on something that the government is going to benefit off of. And as the government is benefiting and they provide these dollars back to these communities, these motherfuckers didn't figure it out here in Nevada. Hell, you come here and you can get uh, an abatement. They just going to waive all the employee obligations, meaning that you don't have to give your, your people health care. You don't have to do shit for this motherfuckers. You can work them 40 hours or you can work them 10 hours. You can work them where they can. I mean, that's what basically has always been happening in Sac City because they have all these local people with no skills. And they give them jobs to be the lunch lady, the yard attendant, whatever. It's not a lot of money, but it may be enough to, su- to supplement what you're getting from the welfare. You know, from the welfare. Well, what is welfare in America? Most black people, they all piled up in a house and they're not applying as they probably would not get the money anyway because it seems that kinship rules across America deny black people (laughs) the ability to stay in your family as you're not going to get the extra money. But then when I see white people with at least 15 little motherfuckers, excuse my language, they're all black from three-year-old all the way up to about 11. Because I think at 11, these children start running away. That's right. But I don't know that the payments stop. And then they have foster care. 
and they have so many kids in foster care. And then people here would say, well, we never really did a whole lot with foster care. No, you didn't do shit because I can't see the people who look like me questioning what's happening. Nope, we're just going to pay our taxes. Hell, when Nipsey realized that he had to pay $100,000 and, you know, Nipsey's killer, he got 60 years in prison and it was on the news. I'm just trying to understand how that would defer what's happening in our community as our children are not being taught effectively they're not engaged at all. No, not at all. And then Clark County had a whole series of uh, hmm, presentations. Let's just put it like that. And on their presentations, they had all of these. Let me tell you, I'm going to go back in here and go into the pictures. Because I know I uh, screenshot it. And I have something to do, I remember. But the screenshots were real. And it was only about what they had done or what they had failed to do. What they had failed, what is this? I'm just trying to understand. Recent. How come when I go in here, I can't find exactly what I'm looking for? But it is what it is. And I know how to find what I was looking for because I snapshot it and put it in the email and it is all in the email. Go in there first. And I'm just trying to tell people who look like all of us have an obligation to do what? Hell, what does it look like when nobody's doing what I'm doing? Just a few people. And as it is so few people, I'm just trying to understand. Okay, here we are. And I'm just trying to understand what what they have the ability to do is alter your email. That's right. And change things. And, okay, here we go. Have to find them first. Screenshots. It says CCSD's high school graduation rate is at 80% and graduation rate from the magnet and the CTE programs are at 92% and all other graduation rates are at 67%. Okay, I wonder, wait, wait, I gotta see. I should go back. Maybe I should just download them all and that way I have to, hold on, shift. No, that's not gonna work. I can't find those documents in my uh, in my picture folder. Somehow they went somewhere else. But uh, let's see. They're there. It is just what they have a total of. They say they have 49% non-Title I schools, but everybody gets a free lunch here in Nevada. And they can't trace the money. And that might be the issue as they cannot track the dollars that are uh, supposed to be set aside for the requirements to ensure that equity actually happens. 
you know, the Constitution is real. And what is also real is watching the federal government threaten to sue the state of Nevada for violating Title II rights for children with disabilities. Because that's what they said that they would do. They said that they would sue them. And I'm just trying to understand why in America would the federal government have to bring by lawsuit? It's kind of like I'm watching this over and over and over again, the insurrection at the White House. But I know when the black people were trying to stand up and fight for their liberation, oh, they considered them insurrectionists also. And they've got, they really got those 20 years in the penitentiary. Hell, Herman Bell is still there because the police union found a judge that would overturn his release. And I'm saying, in America, where you have no rights to speak out on the murder of George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery. I mean, we could just go on and on and on. And every day, it is every day that a new lesson is learned. And so, even though I say this is a parent empowerment hour, it is a human development moment in life. And we have obligations to ourselves. What will we do to ensure adequacy happens for the youngest and the neediest of us? You can't pretend you're going to be a good parent. And and I guess, so we should look at how many kids are actually failing in the public school and say, those parents aren't good? No. No. What we're living in is a pile of shit. And the system is broken and the only way you get through this process is to meet, to have conversations about the development of your children, parent, well, you know, they used to have parent, what is it, teacher conferences. Now you don't do that anymore. And then people just complain because they don't like the way the system is operating. But if you're in a great system, all those people over there are having a good time because there's adequate support over there. But where your child is, it's a lack of support, meaning that you've allowed your children to be in a place where they are failing. And I gotta say, you know, the rules and regulations are really real because under No Child Left Behind, if you were in a failing school for two or more years, you could transfer into a school that was not failing. At least that's what the law says. But if you don't know what the rules are, how the hell do you enforce them? You don't. That's how come so many kids are failing and dropping out. And then they pretend that it's the parents' fault. No, boo. It's where you live. It's a lack of people spending appropriate dollars that are coming back to them. And the greed just takes over. You hear me? Because they just can't see spending another penny on your ass. And therein lies the troubling, the troubles. That's what we'll say. They're just the troubles. As we have so many young people. But what's more troubling is to watch officers of the law in this system choose to hmm, failure to comply or die. Where does that mentality come from in America? It is used on the black man. Mm-hmm. But you know when Judge Joe, when Judge Joe Brown got kicked off television, and now they're taking Judge Mathis off, and I'm just trying to understand 
do they think we all want to watch whatever they're watching? No, that's how come a la carte is so critical. You don't have to have television anymore. You could just get the flash drive. What is it? Amazon flash drive, whatever. And then you can subscribe to whatever you want to subscribe to or choose not to subscribe at all. But these cable companies, oh, who cares? They don't have the control over what it is that we're doing in America. We all have to understand that things just simply happen every day. And what does that every day look like? Well, for me, it looks like Washington. (laughs) There are always ads everywhere. You can't get on Facebook unless you actually unless you actually are paying for one of those cable Otherwise, you can't access Facebook for you. It's going to affect them. They're going to start dying of cancer and shit like that.
And I'm just trying to understand, you know, how is it that we in America, the government, it doesn't work anymore because they impeached Trump twice and he's still running for president. In America, will you wake up? What are you willing to do in 2023? Like, subscribe, and follow me. This is Darlene Anderson saying, have a good day.